Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Emer? It's Friday. Have you got that Friday yeah, feeling, Friday. Philip? Yes, hence my very vibrant intro. Yes. Uh, Why? What are you up to today? Sounds intriguing. Well, no, I just I think, you know, Friday, it's the end into the, the weekend. I like the weekend because it's when I sort of get family time. Uh, I got to browse the supermarket Oz because that's a little insight into me and our special guest who will be introduced very soon. I love doing the shopping. I love going down yeah. the soup. Yeah, I love trying to get deals on toilet paper and, you know, shampoo oh my god my whole image of you has changed <laughs> i'm very domesticated <laughs> domesticated was domestic goddess what's yeah. her name again what you know i can see her face but oh her name's gone for me um but um, you know no don't worry you have nobody challenging you on that i am just i i, I like I, I burn water i can't cook I dream of being able to bake cakes, but that's another story. But anyway, um, so yeah, um, yeah you, dream, you dream of delivering other things yourselves, don't you, Philip? You um, think that you're Absolutely. a master of uh, disaster, I would say? Absolutely. Generally, uh, <laughs> I'm never asked to do any sort of building work in my house. You know, if you want demolition. Gives oh, a shout. I'll make sure no. it'll be broken in quick time. But, uh, no, 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 I wasn't yeah. thinking about that. I was thinking about something else. Oh, yes. You're not talking about jokes, Emer, are you? Oh, oh, like, that, like that really. four letter word. That's a four letter word. You know them. <laughs> well, this is the great way to start your weekend is listening to the social media joke of today. I have a cracker for you, Emer. You're going to like oh, this. Oh, oh, you, you're just trying to pull my leg here, aren't you? Absolutely. Oh, you right. probably want to pull your own leg off when you <laughs> listen to this, you know, so. <laughs> go on, go on. Here we go. Let's, let's give it a shot. So, um, so, Emer, why do taxi drivers make great content marketers? I don't know. Um, is it that they take you on a customer journey? That's close, Emer. It's a good guess. But, but no, they can really drive in traffic. <laughs> yes, uh, I think... I think that one is definitely driving in. That actually is quite good. Yeah. That is actually quite a good. There you go. Yeah, that, that raised a chuckle. <laughs> it did. It did. It started me. I definitely have that party feeling now. Hashtag go. don't go. Hashtag don't go there. Um, and <laughs> as ever, all I have to say is that wasn't actually bad. Um, if you find today's social media joke engaging and would love more of them. Maybe, maybe. Um, you're in luck. You can catch Philip's previous social media jokes and indeed uh, our other shows by hopping on to our podcast on the Let's Get Social show on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and on the Dublin South FM website. So go check them out. Absolutely. And as I mentioned, we have uh, we have a special guest with us today, you know, a really interesting guest, you know, yeah. uh, on a very interesting topic that uh, a lot of people actually don't discuss and really should as the topic of reviews. Are you asking for a review so of your joke? I certainly am, and hopefully it'll be a five-star rating. Oh, well, we'll have, to, we'll have to ask her in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we are joined today, and I should be saying, hopefully I get the right now, um, we are joined today by Alexandra 
Pedro. Uh, so maybe I should be saying hola or benvindo to Alexandra. Uh, hopefully I got my Portuguese right there. But, uh, but Alexandra is the creative behind Alexandra Pedro Marketing, and she's been living in Ireland for two and a half years. But in her house, there's always delicious Portuguese flavor in the air. And with Alexandra Pedro Marketing, she helps businesses of all sizes manage their online presence. She manages multiple social media channels. And today she's here to talk about how to reply to social media messages and reviews. Hi, Hi, Philip. Thank you for Hi, joining Alexandra. us. You're very welcome. So because, um, well, I, I have two questions. Um, first of all, I'm looking for, um, I don't know, what kind of review you're going to give Philip for his social media joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm lost for words, you know yourself. And um, second, um, is there by any chance that you could maybe even rate above him, you know, maybe, uh, you know, five stars and more? In some other programs, I think I could have come near, but in this one, I don't think I can because it was very good. I give it a five out of five. I really enjoyed this joke. Well done, Alexandra. That's uh, <laughs> that, that's uh, that's a that's a muy bien. That's my English. Uh, that's a maravilloso. <laughs> so I have one, and I'll I'll say it. But okay, uh, I don't think it's as funny. Give it give it go, Alexandra. Go for it. So, why did the social media manager get fed up and break up the relationship? Ooh. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Emer, no? Because there was no engagement. <gasps> oh, yes. Boom. I like it. I like it. I really like that one. Engagement is key, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially with your reviews. But we'll find out more about that. So, um, but thank you, Absolutely. Alexandra. It's great to have you on the show. Um, I'm really eager to hear what you have to, you know, advise and suggest to people. So um, it's great to have this angle with social media because it's something that people don't always, you know, look at close enough and and see the importance of it. You know. Yeah, I agree because you are so focused on what's public and sometimes you don't think of messages as well that we're going to cover to. And also reviews are just a great source of content for you to use and you don't have to think about it. So. You're spot on. It's very much just like your joke topic there. It is very much part of the engagement process. Yes. yes. New customers or potential customers. But Alexandra, I do have the pleasure to kick off the questions today. So uh, let's start with this one. Um, in your opinion, Alexandra, should we reply to all messages and reviews that a business gets? The short answer is yes. I think there are going to be a few exceptions, but in general, yes. And especially messages. If someone, if someone is messaging you, they are very interested in you and your business. So it's only good for you to reply because you'll either be solving problems and objections that potential clients have and pushing them closer to closing the deal, or you'll be solving problems of existing customers. So you'll be increasing their happiness with your service. So always reply to messages from customers, I think. And then when it yep. comes to reviews, if you have the time, then I think it's a great thing to do as well to reply to reviews, both positive and negative, but especially negative because mm. you'll be doing some damage control when you reply to a negative review. You can say what went wrong and how you are improving that. So 
other potential clients will see that and will see that that negative review can no longer uh, be applicable now that you worked on your business. So always reply to negative reviews as well. God, yeah, because, you know, sometimes people are afraid to. Um, and uh, I always say, yeah, yeah, you can't ignore it and you don't delete them either, you know, because that could make it even worse, you know. So in some way, yeah. see it as see and it as feedback, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And even if you ignore them, potential clients won't ignore them. They will look for that. They will look yeah. for your negative reviews. Yeah. So, so what would you? What would like, you know? In the fact that you have the good review and the negative review, and nobody wants negative reviews, um, you know, what do you see are the keys to successfully replying to those messages? So when it comes to messages, it's slightly different from reviews. So Mm. when it comes to messages and in reviews as well, you need to read well what the other person is saying, really understand what they are saying, gather the facts around what went wrong or what went well so that you can do an informed reply. And also just try to put yourself in their shoes and reply how you would like to receive a reply. So maybe the person is hurt by what happened or they are looking for specific information and you can give them to them as straight as possible that will help them buy from you or live happier. So in other words, um, I have the mantra of treat other people how you want to be treated. So it's same in the same vein, you know, we're all customers at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And you can just think of you in that position, what you'd like to receive from them and deliver that and that way you'll always be on the right because we're very similar really in the end. And also just, on that note, if you're talking about messages, just sign your name as well and treat the person by their name so that it's a conversation between two people rather mm. than a conversation with a faceless brand. Yeah, like I say, you are a, a big organization. You should have somebody allocated. So, you know, say it is Philip replying back. And, uh, yeah. you know, you want to know that there is a person called Philip, not just, you know, um, the name, you know, there's a lot, I know there's a lot of chatbots out there and that people are using, but mm. still it's good to engage with a real person because, you know, um, it, it may not be their fault, but they can maybe look to see how they can, you know, solve the problem for you, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. And quickly as well. That's one thing, you know, people sometimes, you know, don't realize, you know, time is of the essence. I'm sure you agree there as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we're going to, to speak about Facebook's response rate later on. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like I would agree. I think we are coming to a point in social where people want to have a human connection with with others or with businesses and stuff and that's why you know like this is an area that you've looked at very well Emer, is um customer service via social you know that yeah because yeah. you know like i know myself and even when neve you know my wife was say if we ever had any issues with say a delivery problem for something we might have ordered you know we we the first thing we're going to get onto is either the company Facebook page or the the Twitter handle and, mm. you know, kind of saying, listen, what's the story, you know, and you always remember the companies that will come back. And like, I'll give you a good example. Uh, last year I was moving my, my mobile phone to a different operator and the company in question used to ha- had a sort of reputation for for bad customer service but i couldn't fault them you know because i got speaking mm. to a to a girl uh via direct messaging on twitter and 
she literally made the whole thing so seamless and it totally changed my perception. That's great. Uh, yeah. And, you know. and now you remember that brand through that person. So you remember one person and you associate the brand with them. So I think that's yeah, why signing totally, your name yeah. is important. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think it is an area that I do believe, and it'd be interesting to get your, your view on this, Alexandra, but I do believe that a lot of businesses at times forget about the whole messaging and review answering process and don't properly train up staff to be able to handle those sort of those things because ultimately your team and the people that are representing you on social are representing your brand. And if they don't know how to handle a review, whether it be positive or negative, um, it can damage your brand. Would that be fair yeah. to say? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I many times I looked up negative reviews and I, I don't look only the negative reviews, I look up the reply to the negative review. And if I see a pattern of mm. not addressing the issues and it seems like the issues are real but the person is not addressing them and improving the business, then I, I will not want mm. to support that person. Because right. I buy from people, so if yeah. I'm not. So what what, what would you say are are maybe are there certain phrases that are are you know um, deflammatory in a sense of you know when it comes to negative reviews, answering you know somebody maybe has given you a negative review and and you're having a little panic going, what am I going to say to this person? You know what what would your advice be for say a small business owner that maybe isn't used to getting negative reviews? You know. Yeah, I think that there isn't a wrong phrase to say because it depends on your brand's voice as well so you could sound as relaxed as you want or as professional or empathetic it really depends on your brand but that there there are certain things that you can say in in different ways depending on your brand just tweak it to you so i would advise to start by using the person's name like i mentioned before and then show that you are paying attention, not just by mentioning the person's name, but mm-hmm. only by saying back something that the person said, just for them to know that you are listening to them, you are paying attention to them. And then share uh, what you know about that situation, by negative situation that that person is talking you to you about. Just say, well, I noticed that you were in our hotel, for example, that week, and say what you know about that situation. And then say how you are improving. So how are you solving the issue that that person is talking about? If they mm-hmm. say that the room wasn't clean, then say that you are talking with the staff and really talk with the staff that is cleaning the room. Mm-hmm. So that future potential clients see that and see that that issue is no longer true. That issue has been, has been solved. Yeah, and that's- if you are... Sorry, I was oh. going to say that's great because a lot of, sorry, Alexandra, it's just, I sometimes think people are still very wary of answering, you know, an, a negative message or a negative review um, mm-hmm. because they're just, they don't want to make it any worse, you know? Yeah, I think uh, if you are, if you are addressing it, if you are improving on what they say that is wrong, then you don't have anything to lose by sharing that with the public. That's yeah. great advice. That is good advice. Yeah, I think if you're demonstrating that you're, Taking accountability and responsibility yeah. with by by not ignoring something, but because genuinely as well, which is just a fact of social media, you're not going to please everybody, and sometimes yeah. there's going to be people who are just going to be just want to go on and moan or complain. Yeah, 
And I always kind of feel you can try and engage with that person, try and take it offline, but at least by answering it, you're demonstrating to your community that who know you, you know, or know your business and that, that potentially maybe this person is either nitpicking or it being unfair, you know, and there's the business trying to engage. But, um, but like in your, in your view, Alexandra, what should the business avoid when replying to reviews? Actually, this ties in with just what you were saying, that mm. maybe someone is nitpicking and they're being defamatory or they're not saying what you think is the truth. But I think it's, it's a good practice for you to avoid to sound too defensive, even though it's your brand and you think you are on the right. That person probably thinks what they are saying is true, even if you don't mm. feel it is true. So try to avoid saying, and I've read... People say this countless times when we find interviews that the person is lying or that they're dishonest. Just try to own up to it and say, I understand that you that you feel this way, that you experience this, but these are the facts. These are what I have. Just don't say that the person is lying. Say what you know. Say that you understand what they're feeling. Don't say that okay. they're lying, basically. And also yeah. just try to avoid using the exact same reply over and over again. So make a specific reply to that person. Yeah, make it personal, you know. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Yeah. for that issue. That's yeah. Issue. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it is, as I said, it can be a bit of a challenge to figure out how to reply, you know, um, because, you know, you, you put your trust in the business, you spend money with the business, um, and you don't want to have a negative experience. Um, I, I don't like giving negative feedback because I keep thinking, well, you know, maybe it was just a once-off or... Give me negative feedback on my jokes. Oh, well, yeah, 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 but that's weekly. <laughs> 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 well, my hair is getting grayer every week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? You know, I, I just think it eggs you on. So uh, maybe maybe I should start being more positive and you might get bored with it. Oh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll keep that for next week, maybe. But... But as I say, it's like, you know, when you're, when you're trying to reply to messages uh, and reviews again, you know, you're, you're saying to yourself, should you sort of continue the conversation, as you say, you know, you know show that you're doing it upfront first, then maybe try, as Philip was saying, take it offline maybe or to private message. What, what do you think is a good strategy there? Do you, you go from the online and keep it to direct message or phone calls or what would you say? So I would say always take it offline if it is a negative review, just because you want to know more about what happened. People often only say the tip of the iceberg on the review and there's more behind it and more reasoning behind what they wrote. So I think it's always good for you to say in the end of your reply, and if you want to continue this conversation and give me more detail about what happened, just contact me on this email or phone, whatever you prefer. But I think it's always a good, a good practice to continue the conversation and understand what went wrong, just for you to understand how you can improve your business as well, and for potential clients to see that you are improving, that you are paying attention, that you want to listen to your customers. I think actually that is a good strategy because then when they do actually speak to you on the phone, they might not be as angry, maybe. Mm. You know? Yeah, and you could yeah. you could even change their mind because sometimes I don't know it could not be completely the truth now that they think about it, and they can change yeah. the review as well. So 
it's always good to have a chat well it is i suppose it is kind of a bit of marketing 101 really to a certain extent that you can how you handle a complaint can mm. actually cement a relationship for the future because yeah. you have demonstrated that i had an issue the company has done everything possible to actually rectify it. they've gone above board mm. uh, i'm really happy you know as opposed to you know what some sometimes happens with businesses that they kind of they don't fully appreciate the value of the customer even if they're a small customer but they don't value the relationship and that's when they lose that business you know um oh yeah like when it comes to which is always a nasty thing you see sometimes um especially with businesses who are really doing an excellent job and they're doing their very best and they're active say in their local community but then you see where there's false or defamatory type reviews um you know, in your experience, can business owners remove them? Uh, should they remove them? Should they engage with them? Or should they engage and basically request an apology online? Like, what, what would be your sort of take or what you've seen? So I, I've seen people who, who say that every negative review is a lie. I, I've seen that online. Mm. And oh, I yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But so don't be on the defensive that everything is a lie when people write a negative review. But pay attention and check your your books and see if that person really made business with you and see if it's true before complaining about it, before saying it's a false review. But after you know that it is a false review, that it is defamatory, that it is not true, that it does not represent your business, then I think you are on the right to take it down as soon as possible because it does not represent your client's experience with you and it, it's damaging because when i go and look through a business's reviews i'm going to look through the one star reviews and two star reviews just to see yeah. what can go wrong so even one of those can be damaging to you yeah. so what i would advise for a business that wants to take down a review because they really think that that review is false or defamatory then i think the best practice is to go both to the platform where the review is whether that is Facebook or Google My Business or whatever it is and share proof that the review is false so that they can take it down so that they know that you are saying the truth mm -hmm. or go to the person like we spoke before and state the facts to that person and say why you don't think that review is representative of your business mm -hmm. and if you are right that person can sometimes take it down and I had success in both those ways so far mm -hmm. just sharing the facts what you think happened and why the person that person's opinion does not represent the business yeah, yeah funny there's a guy i know he's um he's in the computer business and he you know i i can't fault him at all he got a false review on google and had awful bother and couldn't get it removed it was a negative but it wasn't it was false you know it was just uh, not a very nice person and um, he ended up taking a screenshot of it and putting it across his own other channels like Facebook and, and Instagram, just letting the other people know that, you know, he's tried his best. This isn't, you know, um, a real, you know, complaint. Um, and it was very stressful for the guy, you know, and uh, yeah. I think now it's resolved, but still, you know, it's not just the business, but it's the person behind the business, you know, um, mm. and that yeah. can um, make them, you know, um, 
very stressed. Um, and if you try your best and it's not going to go anywhere, you know, and what else can you do? And I think he was very brave to do what he did by acknowledging, you know, to the rest of his audiences that just to be aware, you know, because other people might think it's real. Yeah. I just add that maybe when you do something like that, if you feel that is the path for you, just share why that review, yeah, why you yeah. think that review is false so that it's not just your word against another person's word. It's the fact and the proof that you have that that review is false. Yeah, no, he had messaged the back and replied back to the review, but the person just didn't reply back. So, you know, he says, you know, it's like talking to the wall and they, they just want to just be one of those yeah. not very nice people on the internet. Yeah. Keyboard warrior, huh? Oh, Keyboard yeah. Warriors, yeah, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. But I also say sometimes maybe it's a good idea is maybe just check other platforms and see if that same person, like look for a pattern maybe, you know, to see if they do it to mm. other businesses, mm. you know, um, don't just rely yeah. on the one. Yeah. Sorry. And similar businesses as well, because sometimes there are people who do that just mm. because it's competition or something like that. I wouldn't be looking out to, for those, but sometimes that happens. So. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think, as you say, like, you know, reply to them as, as well as often as you can. And um, hopefully um, the, the negative ones that aren't real will disappear. Mm. Yeah. Just take the steps. And if you are on the right, then hopefully it will be solved in time. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think, Philip? Yeah, like I think my, my my overarching feeling has always been that, you know, when you approach any sort of a review or a comment, you know, whether it be on a social media post that you put up or it's on your business page on Facebook or whatever it might be, you know, when you demonstrate to your audience your professionalism and your brand ethos and you're responding in a manner that is treating the what appears to be the initial kind of issue um very transparent and open and wanting to help and wanting to take it offline and discuss further and see how it can help. You're demonstrating to the community that, well, as a business owner, you're being responsible and you want to resolve. And mm. if an individual continues to defame or whatever, well, then the genuine people of your community, I do believe, will see that type of material for what it is. They'll say, yeah. well, this person has just been a bully for, for the sake of being it as such. Um, or has maybe a personal gripe that is just being transferred onto the business, you know. So I think I'd always kind of say to businesses, don't bring emotion onto the social channels. Never have it as a shouting match or because you only leave yourself personally and your brand down, you know. Um, demonstrate professionalism at all times. Um, like Alexandra, like it's something I've never come across myself, but I have no doubt that some of the businesses that are listening to the show today have come across this. How would you approach when you might receive a message or a review in a different language? Like, should you be kind of hitting Google Translate <laughs> or, or, you know, and trying to I be would. A, I would. <laughs> um, or, uh, or because I know, obviously, you know, certain translations from different languages can have different contexts and different meaning and can cause offense. So uh, how would you approach that scenario? So, I'm very, I'm very familiar with it just because I, I do social media managing for a hotel, so I have messages and reviews in all kinds of yeah, languages yeah. coming to me. 
So what I'd say is if, if you can speak that language, so maybe you are in Ireland, but you can speak Spanish or Portuguese like Philip, then yeah. reply yeah. in that language. Muy bien, maravilloso. <laughs> and reply, reply in that language. Yeah. Just yeah. because the person will, will feel like they're, they're one step closer to you, that you're building rapport with that person and other people from that mm. country. This yeah. is especially important when it's a hotel or a restaurant or something like that, then they know if they go to that hotel or a restaurant, someone there will speak their language as well. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. Uh, you can't really speak that language, but you can understand the language, then I'd go for for Google Translate. Just translate a reply in your own language mm -hmm. and read the translation. And if you can understand the translation completely, then you can post it. If you feel some sort of doubt that you don't really understand something there, then don't post because I agree with you, Philip. It's mm. it's bad when you translate and it, it's not. It goes haywire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I can get away with merci beaucoup. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm just thinking, Philip, you've got the Spanish yep. and the Portuguese. I've got the French. Sure, there is a win-win. <laughs> Well, my go-to whenever I'm on holidays, which I know will always get me out of trouble, is hola, me llamo Felipe, dos cerveza, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> that gets me in loads of trouble. You know, sit by the pool, a couple of beers, they know my name. Cool. <laughs> oh, you old charmer, you old oh. charmer. <laughs> you know? Um, like, uh, just in relation to that with the, the language or, say, a different language review, it should, um, let's just say, for example, now, a hotel is, is an interesting one because generally they will have lots of multicultural um, and multi-language uh, speaking uh, people within the business, which is fantastic. If it's a business where potentially there's no language because outside of English, should you should you do a response in English to say, we're sorry, we can't speak back and hopefully it, uh, are you in a position to converse in English or is that basically just being completely ignorant? Hmm. No, I think that's the right approach. If you can't understand language, then that's a better approach from my point of view than replying with a translated version that's not right, hmm. that can offend. So if yeah. you don't understand the language, then say, I can't understand what you said. I can speak these languages because you can speak more than English. So you could say yeah. English, Spanish, whatever it is. Can you speak any of these languages? Yeah. Hopefully the person will be able to speak one of them and you'll be able to have a chat that you can both understand. Very good. So there you go, Philip. You're, you're on a win-win. Yeah, if anyone needs multilinguist with great jokes. I'm available for hire. <laughs> That's quite scary, actually. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can get away with a joke on a on a on a on a review uh, reply. But anyway, um, yeah, I was going to say we're you know you mentioned uh, Facebook earlier, um, and I um, one thing that I'm I'm avid about is like making sure um, your your fully optimized page, the whole lot, but also your response time with replying to, you know, good reviews, negative reviews, any review. Um, you know, uh, I, I try and say to people, you know, you need to do it within 24 hours. Would you agree with that? So what I was talking about was about messages, but I agree with as fast as you can just reply to, to reviews and messages. Okay. Just, 
I knew you were going to talk about Facebook because you're the queen of Facebook. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, but, Philip's, but was... Philip's the king of telling whatever and, uh, you know, um, <laughs> royalty today. Social media jokes, Emer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to optimize that later. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Like, But first of all, I'm thinking people are more concerned. Like they see, they forget, maybe I get so busy and then they don't realize maybe a review has appeared or again with the messages because mm. they're busy business people you know um I always say to them like have your notifications turned on sometimes people say to me oh can I turn this off because it'll just annoy me and it'll distract me and and I'm going mm. no w- w- what would you say um Alexandra well I'm a, a I'm a very minimalist person when it comes to to notifications so I don't have any notifications on basically <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> I'm in trouble now <laughs> but if you feel that's the way to go then just do that that's a great strategy if you don't if you're not like me if you are like me I just I go and check my bell and see my notifications in Facebook when it's time for me to go to Facebook and then I I just note down in my calendar that I need to reply to this review if I don't have time then or in yeah. the paper or something like that so that I don't forget yeah, that's why I was saying within 24 hours, because sometimes people, you know, like yeah. they're working maybe night, you know, they're, they could be like, for example, um, as you say, a hotel or, uh, and they're very busy periods of the day, you know, check in, checking mm-hmm. out, all that kind of thing. So maybe set a time, you know, to just dip in and have a look, you know, and then yeah. if you have to, you know, have to reply to something, um, hopefully a good one, then do it as quickly as you can. Um and uh, hopefully you get a nice re- response back then to say that to show that they've actually acknowledged it because sometimes it's nice to give a reply but then you wonder oh they haven't replied back did they see it do you know what I mean so um, yeah. I said as long as you do and I don't think you can do it for reviews but you can set a wait time on on your chat so that when people message you and you are away from yeah. the office then they see that you are not there. So that manages expectations there because people know that if they message you on Sunday, you'll only reply on Monday. So That's right. Yeah. yeah. If you take a day or two to reply. Very good. And like, I suppose, like time, just like yourself, like we're all business owners, you know, yeah. and just like the listeners, time is so critical. It's a, I suppose it's a commodity that is a that's so precious because um, and you're trying to make up time or to do new business, look after social, you know, look after clients. When it comes to managing messages on on Facebook, you know, is there functionality that you use or you advise people to use like auto replies or that sort of, that queuing system on on Facebook? Yeah, there there are great functionalities both on Facebook and on other platforms and even email just to help you manage, especially when you have a bigger team and you want everyone to understand what's going on. I do use auto replies, but only when I am away from the office. So I schedule all the different pages that I'm managing at the moment. I schedule away time in all of them so that if someone texts that page when I'm out of the office, they know yeah. I'm not there and they receive a regular reply, the auto reply before I get to it. But there are a few other functionalities that I appreciate maybe even more. So the scheduling away time, I think, is essential. I think everyone should should be Yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah. And then just if you have a bigger team, and me as a social media manager, I'm always using this, 
just assign each conversation to a person. So you can say that I am managing this conversation with this person and no one else goes and replies to that person. That way it's all organized and they know that I'm on it and mm -hmm. someone is on it. So that person is not left yeah. unresponded. Yeah, and then another thing, and you could use this on email and on other platforms as well, is just to mark conversations as complete archive them so that your inbox is all neat and you don't have a bunch of mm. conversations that are already solved and you only yeah. have the ones that you're currently dealing with mm. just good organization really you know good organizational yeah. skills yeah yeah, yeah, makes sense. yeah there is like um a couple of free apps as well like hootsuite um mm. is mm. kind of handy you can put in like you know have like streams of you know notifications you can keep an eye on them there you know that way you know um, messages Sometimes that could be helpful, you know, just to keep track. What would you say, Alexandra? I, I, I don't use those platforms. Okay. I, for me, it's handy just Facebook Manager. But you see, I'm very, I'm very minimalist. Like I, I said, okay. so I just use a, a, a tiny amount of yeah, software. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's a new app for, from Facebook to manage their messages, but I haven't tried that yet. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just, it was just, somebody was saying to me there a while back that, you know, they might have Twitter and they um, have Instagram and they're, they're looking to see what's the best strategy for them because mm. they find it very difficult to manage their Facebook, their Twitter and their Instagram, you know, that yeah. way. So, um, um, but something we always talk about, you know, like, which has a sort of a slight kind of relationship with this is, is that whole mindset of creating your editorial calendar the way you would for say, right, I have a blog on Wednesday, have a video on Friday, yeah. but to block in time in your calendar to check your notifications, you know, exactly. whether it's yeah. eight o'clock in the morning, five, six, seven days a week. I do every morning and then at the end of the day as well, so that you every morning you see what happened during yeah. the night and yeah. then at the end of the day what happened throughout the day so you don't have to be checking yeah. it all the time. Yeah, and then once you put that into practice, you know, it becomes second nature then, you know. So just get, into, get into, they say, a uh, habit. I mean, you have good habits and bad habits, um, <laughs> but uh, if you start to make it a good habit, then it'll be automatic. You won't think about it. You know, it's, you know, like so 8 o'clock in the morning and five o'clock in the evening. That can be yeah. probably the best way, as you say, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I know myself, it's like you have so many other things to manage and, you know, um, maybe that is the best strategy for a small business, Alexandra, as you say, is the morning and the evening. Yeah, I think that's that's simple. That's just two twice a day and it's not breaking your day up. So it's just at the beginning, at the end. You just check all your messages, all your reviews, all your emails. Mm. those times and the rest of the day is just focused on work yeah yeah, yeah. and hopefully you're having a good day <laughs> no bad reviews <laughs> absolutely hopefully so <laughs> uh, uh, Philip we're, we're going to be running out of time unfortunately so have you any more questions that we can get yeah, some really good um, good tips off Alexandra before she leaves <laughs> yeah I think we've two last questions that you know I think we'll, I'll, I'll share I'll share I'll share these uh, we'll, we'll go house on these ones I think oh go ahead but, go ahead um I suppose the first one to ask was if a company gets a bunch of great reviews, you know, how can they use that, you know, or how should they use it to promote? Just like, I think this ties in with what we spoke before about negative reviews. When you mm. receive a negative review, you try to understand what went wrong so that mm -hmm. you can improve your business. 
then when you receive a positive review, you try to see what went right. So you try to see what your customers are really happy about. Mm -hmm. And maybe those are your unique selling points. That Those are the aspects that make you stand out from the competition. So you can use that in your marketing strategy. Just highlight that and showcase that to potential clients so that they buy from you. And also you can just then include those reviews in your marketing strategy, just showcasing them on social media, on your website, even in store. You can show those reviews to support your your services and products. And that way, it, people will not just be trusting you, they will be trusting other people that are on the same path that they are, they are that are customers as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, as you say, it's maybe a good content strategy as well. Like, you know, um, you know, maybe on Instagram put up, oh, we're so happy over the moon that we got (laughs) this, uh, got this amazing review and we thought we'd share it with you. You know, it's, it's yeah, yeah, Yeah. that is actually on the back and something very easy to do as well. Yeah. And um, it's, as you would say, social proof um, yeah. for the business. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's a good way to highlight, as you would say, and then also um, have it on the website as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. choose the review that matches that page. So if it's a page about a specific service, the review that matches that service that speaks about that service. Yeah. Because reviews and testimonials have become key pieces as they say user generated content you yeah know, that because i'll always and i'm sure you guys will be the same and i'm sure our listeners will be the same if you're ever looking at a new service or you're you are looking whether it be for domestic mm. or business the first place you look at is the reviews yeah you know, kind of you know are, are people who are like me giving this a good rating yeah um and it has become, I think, very much more in recent years that people now look at the reviews first and see, God, the service sounds great, but let me just check in and see what are the um, the comments. It's even on books, like, you know, like I will, I'll buy a couple of books maybe most weeks on, on my Kindle, you know, on mm. the Kindle app. Um, but I might have a, a read of a snippet, but then I'll go straight to the reviews, you know, and I'll read the ones. And if there's a lot of, where yeah, the title, the title sounded great, but the content didn't live up to it yeah then it will make me think where it uh, yeah yeah it's I like me it's like if you're going shopping as well you know and you're going to buy something um mm. you know uh maybe uh i don't know a, a new dress philip or a nice pair of shoes yeah yeah nice pair you know. of kind of high-heeled patent stilettos huh? yeah 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 that's quite worrying but anyway um <laughs> but i i think you know you will go and look at the reviews because you you send yourself you know um you know maybe you don't get the time normally to go shopping and you want to make the correct purchase you know so you will look yeah. and see what yes. the reviews are like online I think that's where most people yeah. do you know you definitely check mm. them out you know you might see printed reviews but um, more times than not, it's, it's people do their research online and yeah, reviews yeah. are, as you say, the first thing that people look for. Yeah, especially for me when it comes to electronic devices, mm. they could have all the specs and then you go and read the reviews and it broke up after a week. So yeah. for a lot of people, mm. so it's not worth buying. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, like Amazon is brilliant for that. You know, if you ever oh, yeah. watch Amazon, it's literally you were it's that is the place that you will go and you will look at reviews of products um because mm-hmm. um, there is a miss i suppose maybe it's just me but you know 
I've spoken to a few people and there's still a bit of sort of maybe ambiguity around Amazon that's kind of, yeah, I'm getting this from Amazon, but no, it's all these other suppliers that are yeah. Amazon mm. resellers. So you might be getting it from an Amazon reseller that maybe is halfway around the world um, and the reviews might not be as good, but you're kind of, well, Amazon is so good, you know, but yeah. so you have, it's great with you, your homework, look at the reviews. Um, so, yeah, so... Alexandra, this uh, certainly didn't seem like an hour. Um, it's <laughs> it's been a uh, it's been a great chat. Thanks so much for coming on today to yeah. uh, to talk to us. Um, Thank you for having me. It just shows you that the yeah, it just shows you like Alexandra having somebody like yourself come on and show the power of you know reviews and replying to messages mm-hmm. um, can yeah. make or break a business. You know, and you know having the right you know, mindset to deal with the negative ones as well as the positive ones, mm. you know, um, can make such a difference. Yeah. And also just the more you do it, the more used to it you'll be and the faster you'll be at replying mm. to them. And yeah. it's just, it's a good strategy for you to have for your business just to attract new clients and to increase the happiness mm. of the existing ones. Yeah, sorry. I suppose just, sorry. just one. Sorry, you know, just it was just one thing that popped into my head, which I just love your very thoughts very quickly uh, on this, Alexandra. Is um, businesses should start to get into the habit of you know asking their customers oh. to give reviews and leave reviews and testimonials. You know, we just don't yeah, I agree. expect to go out and actually ask for it. You know, um, yeah. If you have a, a, a physical product, then just send a card and say mm-hmm. thank you for your purchase. Could you leave an honest review and ask for honest yeah. reviews? Because that way you mm-hmm. get more content in the review as well. Because the person yeah. will feel that you want to hear them mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, I think it's a great way to ask for Brilliant. for reviews. Um, I I sometimes think it's a good idea. Is you know Google Forms are quite handy because you can do a, a survey. Uh, it yeah. doesn't even and it can be um you know uh, anonymously and send it out to your customers, and then when they fill it in, you can see the results. And that can be a, a good strategy as well. So yeah. feedback, yeah. rather than maybe you may not have to go directly ask them. You might be mm. a bit uncomfortable about that. But if you want to do it that way, it might help. It might be a little easier maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I think it, it, will, you, it will not be public. So you'll lose that side of things where it's all listed in a place and potential clients will go and look through all of your reviews and testimonials. But at the same time, it's it's a great strategy just to have that feedback that helps you build your strategy and uh, improve your services and products based on the feedback. So it serves one purpose that's mm-hmm. maybe slightly different from the public reviews. I think it's okay. a great way as well. Yeah, it. great. So um, we've learned lots today, Philip, I think. Yes certainly have yeah and um and hopefully our listeners that you have um you've enjoyed today's show and uh, if you uh, want to catch it again and the other shows you can obviously on the let's get social show podcast which is on podbean itunes spotify and on dublin south of M. so do download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode and of course until next friday at 2 p.m i've been philip twyford the curly marketer social media management and strategy and i want to say thanks a million alexander please come back because no doubt there'll be other things that we could learn um i could talk with you all day um because <laughs> i have to say it's it, i have to give you five stars for today's show and your your joke i have to say sorry philip another one bites the dust um <laughs> my joke was marvelous <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And um, I'm going to leave you today and say I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. And we will see you again next time for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye.